Hi everyone, welcome to the October podcast from the team here at KVH. Um, we had a really busy week last week. It was Biosecurity Week and the launch of the new Tauranga Moana Biosecurity Capital Initiative. So I've got a few people with me today for the podcast because there were a whole group of us that were involved in Biosecurity Week and we all took part in different activities. So I've got with me Matt Dick, our Biosecurity Manager here at KVH. Hi Matt, thanks for joining us. Thanks Lisa. I've also got John Mather, he's our Compliance Officer here at KVH. Welcome John. Hi Lisa. Uh, Janie, who works at Landcare Trust and is based at the Bay of Plenty Regional Council office here in Mount Monganui, has come over to join us. So welcome, Janie. Oh, <laughs> and for the first time, I also have Karen here with me um, from the KVH office, and Karen is our Monitoring and Investigation Advisor. Hi Lisa. Hi, welcome. Um, so yeah, Biosecurity Week last Tuesday we started with the official launch and the Minister for Biosecurity Damien O'Connor was there. Um, we had quite a few presentations and uh, different discussions and workshop time. Basically we all got together, this is around about 19-20 organisations that are involved in Tauranga Moana Biosecurity Capital and we're all coming together to strengthen biosecurity in the region, have a louder, prouder and stronger biosecurity voice so that we can really reach out to build this team of 4.7 million people and have everyone in the region know that they have a role to play in biosecurity and they know what that role is and how to take action. So I think just about everyone around the table was at the launch on Tuesday. How did you guys find it? It was a great event, wasn't it? Awesome, um, awesome way to launch the initiative and uh, really get some enthusiasm in the room and uh, great to see a good turnout and uh, hear from a range of speakers. So yeah, it's really exciting to see um, what, where we might go to from here. I thought it was really good that everyone who was taking part already had something underway. Everyone was already involved in something locally that mm. they were able to talk about and able to share. And one of those things in particular was the Sentinel Gardens that we had at the launch and Janie and Matt have both been heavily involved in that. But the um, Sentinel Gardens is something that maybe you could talk to us about, Janie? Sure, Lisa. So um, a Sentinel Garden is a collection of plants um, that act uh, oh, that um, act as host species for bugs and organisms that we don't necessarily want in New Zealand. And uh, it's a, a tool to raise awareness about uh, biosecurity risks in, um, uh, coming in, but also, uh, and things that we've already got actually, uh, but also um, to, as, a, as a tool for people, you know, an early detection tool. So um, if they find something, they've got uh, the 0800 number to call and um, they're monitoring it on a daily basis. And the gardens are in a big kiwi fruit bin, yeah? Yeah, at this stage they are, but um, there's no stopping you from having a, a permanent garden in your backyard. Um, but what we um, decided to do as a, as a bit of a project was to develop these two kiwi fruit bin gardens that have a um, few few plants in them. Uh, one's now gone to St Thomas More School in Arataki, Mount Maunganui, uh, where they have developed their own surveillance system. So there's a bunch of seven-year-old scientists that have um, <laughs> developed a, a monitoring uh, tool that they're using on a daily basis to, to look at the plants and, and record what they're, they're seeing. Uh, the other one is just based down the road here and uh, we're, we're uh, monitoring that as well. So uh, we'll have those um, in the school for six weeks and uh, be looking at how we can develop that further for um, 
to share next year with other schools and businesses that are keen to have one. So serving is a bit of a pilot, isn't it? To it better is. understand how these might work, both as an awareness tool and as a surveillance tool. That's right, yeah. And the kids at Thomas More, they were pretty enthusiastic Absolutely, about it? Absolutely, yeah, they're really into it. It was really nice to, to ask them right at the beginning, you know, who's who's got a role to play in biosecurity? And, and they all knew to, you know, that they had a role to play. And so not only that, they also received a rat trap from the launch on um, Tuesday, so they their teacher is uh, involved now with the Predator Free Bear Plenty program and um, the trapping rats and, and uh, looking at um, other biosecurity hazards in the area as well. That's going to be a really interesting one to follow and see how the systems that they've put in place themselves to look after the garden, what happens with that and what they find. Definitely. I think hopefully with the um, Predator Free and the Sentinel Garden concept that they start to then start talking, having these conversations at home with their parents and the parents know what to be looking for in their backyards. Uh, and the conversation sort of spreads and continues. The Predators are free. Um, I really enjoyed that talk at the launch. I, um, oh, what was his name again? Calvin Hastings. Calvin, yeah. That was, that was a great talk. And just the power of a community um, coming together to, to really achieve that sort of thing. Something is biosecurity that we can really um, kind of take on board and, and leverage up. That was really cool to see. Yeah, it's an exciting um, project happening in the Bay of Plenty at the moment. Uh, we've been in a pilot phase at the, uh, with four communities um, starting up and we've been learning a lot from them over the last year. But uh, just this week actually we've got uh, Pukahina looking to start up. Paingaroa have just given out 25 traps in two days, so they're all ready to go. Uh, to Puka you're getting some more traps built and we uh, gave out more traps in Makatu Little Waihi on Sunday at the Makatu Market. So it's really happening out in the Western Bay and it will be going great guns very soon I think yeah wow there's yep. so much going on I just deployed my trap this week and my four, my four year old and I were out there this morning checking it Joy. <laughs> um, talking about getting kids involved in biosecurity and especially during biosecurity week John you were out um, towards the end of the week yeah that's right Lisa so last Friday I attended uh, a it was called the uh, Mana Tile biosecurity wānanga, uh, wānanga being a, a learning um, opportunity and it was for rangatahi or um, young people and so um, there, were, there were students from five primary schools that attended and it was held um, right up at the end of Hot Springs Road um, just uh, as you enter the, the dock estate, the Kaimai Mamaku Forest Park. And um, so, so one of the, um, the thing that I was involved with was to do with um, native plants, invasive plants, and um, learning about invas potentially invasive insects such as brown marmorated stink bug. Um, so I called that talk the, the good, the bad, and the stinky. <laughs> and, and it was really um, popular with the kids, actually. Um, the, I mean, the, the animal uh, traps really had them going, but they came over to the plant stuff, and, um, and especially the various smells, um, stinky and sweet smells, like with Japanese honeysuckle, um, it was really interesting for the kids actually. How many students were there? There were about 
50 or 60 oh, wow. students, I think, yeah, from these five schools. I think three of them anyway were at uh, Mershon Kura Kaupapa schools. Um, it, was just, it was just a fantastic opportunity, really lovely spirit. Uh, why I was in, involved in that is because um, we assisted with the myrtle rust surveillance, just in a small way. But last year, when myrtle rust was first detected uh, in Tipuki, and although myrtle rust doesn't affect kiwi fruit, it's a um, potentially damaging, very damaging um, fungal pathogen. And um, so, in a time of need, when when things come in like this, we help each other. And, mm -hmm. and so KVH assisted, you know, in a small, modest way, really, but assisted with surveillance and a bit of ongoing surveillance on Moao, Mount Maunganui. Um, and so this was just a follow-on from that, really. And, yeah. And that's really one of the benefits of uh, this Tauranga Moana initiative, isn't it? It's bringing all these groups Absolutely. together for a common purpose and all these, I mean, there's a lot of biosecurity activities going on in the bay and um, bringing us all together, getting to know one another and uh, you're right, when there's that yeah. time of need, we've got these relationships and yeah. can, can work together. Yeah, that's exactly it, man. It's, it's getting to know each other and, and building that, tr that, just that knowing each other and trust, really. And, and helping each other out. And so the more eyes and ears we have out there looking for things, I mean, one of the stinky things we had was um, actually the green vegetable bug, although it's uh, quite, you know, well-established and, and common in everyone's gardens, it's a shield bug, and it's a smelly shield bug. So if you, if you, you know, teach the, the young rangatahi students to you know to look out hey look out for these shield bugs but especially look out for one that might be bigger and brown and it smells and so um yeah it's it's getting more more and more people to help and look out for things it's really valuable they would have loved hearing from you john it would have been really entertaining it was fun. It was fun and it was really good. Uh, and um, Karen, you were out and about with some students uh, for the Unlocking Curious Minds project as well. Yes, so two field days were held at Trevelyan's Packhouse in Tipuki for intermediate students that were taking part in the Creepy Crawlies Meat Primary Production project. So we had about 120 students from four schools over the two days. The event was organised by Scion and House of Science and they'd previously worked with these students in their classrooms talking about the importance of biosecurity in primary production. So these field days were an introduction to the kiwifruit and avocado industries mm -hmm. and the, the students were involved in three activities. So they did a pack house tour learning about the science that goes into packing. They had an introduction to spray technologies and we at KVH, Linda Peacock and I were in charge of the third activity. So for that we took students out into a kiwi fruit orchard and we talked to them about how important it is to have a team of 4.7 million to defend our industry against biosecurity risks. And at the beginning of the day we showed them a video about the impact of brown marmorated stink bug 
in homes in the United States so they could see it wasn't just something that was out in orchards that it could affect affect them and their houses. And Elise Pukitapu from Plant and Food came out with some live green veggie bugs and nymphs and also some stinky dead bugs which were quite popular for the kids to pass around and see what the smell was like. Um, so for our activity we'd hidden lifestyle stickers of the native green bugs and brown bugs around taped off areas in the orchard and we also had some brown marmorated stink bug and yellow spotted stink bug stickers. So the students had great fun trying to see how many they could find and it became quite a competition to see who found the most, the most bugs. So they also learnt the message to catch, snap and report any fines mm -hmm. to MPI and not FBI as one <laughs> smart little fellow <laughs> thought they were meant to do. <laughs> So, and at the, at the end of it, we asked them for one fact they'd learnt about stink bugs, and for that they were, for reporting the fact, they were given a, a sticker to put on, which were really popular, because we had cool. people coming back during the day saying they'd lost their sticker. <laughs> Could they please have another one? <laughs> but yeah, no, it was good. It was lots of fun. It mm. seems like um, having samples of bugs and critters has been really popular in so much of what we did mm. during the week, because Matt and I were down at the port for two days as well, um, for the biosecurity excellence program that we have down here, and that's all about making sure that the people on the front line um, are kept up to date with what to be on the lookout for and how to report it and we had um, some of the samples that we have in the office we took them down with us as well and they were really popular with the guys we were talking to there as well. That's right yeah we had the um, the brown marmorated stink bug and also the spotted lanternfly which is a pest we've been talking mm. about, about uh, recently as well and um, yeah it was, it was really it's really good for them to see it in, um, in person and see how big they are mm. because while they are bigger than our native uh, shield bugs they're not huge, and um, mm. I think sometimes mm. people think they'll be big, actually bigger than what they are. So. Yeah. Um, and I guess last but not least, we also had um, a kiwi fruit grower day on Thursday, so a lot of our listeners may have come along to that and seen us there, but um, what we did was worked with Zespri and we co-hosted out at the Orchard Church in Tapuki a day dedicated to updating growers on all things biosecurity really, um, the pest to be on the lookout for at the moment, um, information about some of the soil diseases that we are keeping an eye on. Uh, we had a research update as well and then in the afternoon we had a simulation which was based on market access impacts of a fruit fly incursion. Um, and we had a couple of really interesting guests as well. We had um, Max Suckling talk to us about what he's been seeing overseas with his research. And we had Anne Nelson from a university in New Jersey talk to us about some of the research work that her and her team have been doing on BMSB. Um, we had about 120 people there on the day. And it was really, really interesting. And I think that we've already had some pretty positive feedback about how it went as well. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's something that we've thought about doing for a while, and um, we're we're spending about a million dollars a year in partnership with um, Zespri on, specifically on biosecurity research, um, as well as all the uh, leveraging that we're getting through wider science initiatives. So it's basically a good opportunity to showcase to the industry um, how that money's been spent mm -hmm. and um, and how we're uh, preparing for some of these biosecurity threats that are not uh, yet in New Zealand. So. Uh, that's right, it's great to have those speakers. We also had Shane Max um, from Zespri who spends a lot of time offshore, so he, he was talking about um, how they're managing um, BMSB 
and, and uh, kiwifruit orchards. Um, him and Max both had a lot of um, videos and pictures of BMSB on orchards overseas as well, didn't they? That's right. And uh, Dave Toulon was talking about some of the, um, how we're finding out a lot more information by Chinese, translating Chinese language um, publications. And we had uh, Brian Richardson uh, talking about mm. the UAVs or drones from yeah. uh, Scion and how they might be used in a in a uh, in an urban response and potentially other applications for um, Qfruit as well. So the whole day was filmed, and uh, those videos will be available uh, pretty shortly, I believe. And, yeah, they will be. They'll go up on the canopy shortly, and we will also do a big roundup with um, loads of images in the next Kiwi Flyer and the next Kiwi Fruit Journal as well. So look out for articles in both of those. Um, and I guess, unless anyone else has anything... Well, just, just finally, I mean, in the afternoon session, we also had um, John Keane was talking about some of the organism work that's been done for Fruit Fly and then Lisa, like the surveillance review, and then Lisa Jamison from Plant and Food talking about the cold disinfestation work and um, how we're preparing for a fruit fly incursion if it occurred in Tapuki and we needed to keep exporting our kiwi fruit um, under those restrictions. So it's really good bringing all that together. There would have been some uh, really good takeaways from that um, incursion exercise as well for us to keep looking at. Absolutely, and that'll be in a, um, a kiwi fruit journal article um, coming up in the near future. Yep. Perfect. Um, thanks for joining me, guys, and helping me tell our listeners a little bit more about everything that happened last week. Um, if you would like any more information, do have a look at either the KVH website and the latest bulletin, or the uh, Tauranga Moana Biosecurity Capital website as well. So we've set up a brand new site. It's TM for Tauranga Moana Biosecurity.co.nz. Um, we've got a whole heap of images and information up there, and the um, activities during the week were all filmed and photographed so we'll be adding more and more content in the near future as well so and of course if any organizations want to join that initiative their um, invitation is always welcome and we are continually expanding perfect um thanks again guys and um enjoy the rest of your week thanks, thanks Lisa.